In early 2020, I bought my first cryptocurrency and it saw 800% gains by a year later. Now, since then, there have been bull markets and bear markets and crypto is volatile as it is still in its early phases. I still have a very large net gain though, a 400% net gain versus my original investment well over two years ago. It's easy to lose track of how big that gain is because we get in the short-term thinking of the volatility of the crypto market, especially compared to my other investments, all of which are down or are stagnant or have lost ground against the deflating dollar. Keep in mind, your $100,000 in the bank two years ago now buys you about $65,000 worth of stuff. That is your buying power that has gotten crushed in the tens of trillions of dollars that have been printed and dumped into your economy. Ready to live at the higher vibrations where peace, love, joy, and good health are the daily standard? That's what this show is all about. Welcome to Vibe. And here's your host, Robin Openshaw. Welcome, everyone. I'm Robin Openshaw. You may know me online as the Green Smoothie Girl the past 15 years. 16 years, actually. That's my public figure online name and brand. Many of you have done my 26-day detox, or maybe you've read one of my other 15 books on health and wellness. But that was exclusively my career until March of 2020. And others of you since then just know me from the last two years as the founder of Take Action for Freedom, which is a website I put up as I could foresee on March 1st of 2020 that we were headed in some very troubled times. And as a business owner and as a mother, I knew that I had to do all in my power to be part of the resistance and part of the change. So I ran 12 huge protests in 2020 in Utah, where I lived then. Primarily 2020 for me was standing up to the takedown of the free market system is how I saw it. And then in 2021, a lot of my efforts went to standing up for medical freedom. Now in 2022, our attention seems to have turned from the virus to the effects of the massive global overreaction to the virus. And now it's the failing dollar and the failing American markets that have captured our attention. When throughout 2020, I found that Utah was mostly willing to lay down for an assault on the economy and the free market system and medical freedom. I sold my home and my rental properties there in Utah and I reinvested in Florida where I arrived to find that not much was different actually, except that we have a really great governor whom we now must fight to retain in a re-election at the end of this year, 2022. But I've been preparing, or you might call it prepping, for well over two years, and I was blessed to grow up in a religion that even though I no longer formally practice that religion, it taught preparedness, gardening, storing food, having an extra of things we need, investing in ways to avoid being highly dependent on the power grid. Today, I'm going to invite you to join my community that discusses all these things. The cryptocurrency or decentralized finance world is our primary goal. It's the main thing that we educate about, but I also do lives every Wednesday night for our community on easy, achievable, step-by-step ways that you can take action to prepare yourself and those you love. Because if one thing is certain, it's that we have an increasingly uncertain future. In every economic catastrophe, those who see ahead rather than focusing exclusively on the now, reposition themselves and some become wealthy and some reposition themselves to at least have a stable life while others are plunged into poverty or chaos. We are in just such a time because the governments of the world are staving off their own inevitable bankruptcy and they know that their fiat currencies are failing. 
In early 2020, I bought my first cryptocurrency and it saw 800% gains by a year later. Now, since then, there have been bull markets and bear markets and crypto is volatile as it is still in its early phases. I still have a very large net gain though, a 400% net gain versus my original investment well over two years ago. It's easy to lose track of how big that gain is because we get in the short-term thinking of the volatility of the crypto market, especially compared to my other investments, all of which are down or are stagnant or have lost ground against the deflating dollar. Keep in mind, your $100,000 in the bank two years ago now buys you about $65,000 worth of stuff. That is your buying power that has gotten crushed in the tens of trillions of dollars that have been printed and dumped into your economy. And the crypto market getting clobbered recently means that it's a good time to buy right now, but not today. First, learn before investing. If you hear me on just one thing I say today, I hope it's that. Learn first. The forces who control money and institutions in this world want you to be scared of crypto and decentralized finance so that you don't participate and so they can keep their stranglehold on us. Starting in February of 2020, I said publicly that we were in a Marxist takedown of our culture, our economy, and our government. It's a twist on the classic classic Marxism because it's globalists running the agenda this time using those ideologies that have been so successful in over 70 countries around the globe during my lifetime. They haven't been successful at creating a large middle class or a healthy and happy population. They've been successful at consolidating power and money up to the few while the masses become impoverished and dependent on government. The new twist, the globalist power consolidation is via public-private partnerships is what they call it, where the partners of the global elites are the top two or three multi-billion dollar publicly traded companies in each industry or in each category of the economy. And I've been saying for going on two and a half years now that there was an intentional final destruction of the dollar going on to usher us into slavery by the central banksters and the captured governments. The Federal Reserve is not owned by the U.S. federal government. Many of you probably know this. It has been owned since 1913 by a banking cartel of the richest families in the world. Now, this all might sound dark, especially if it's new to you, but fortunately there is a small but growing and powerful army who have been organizing the alternative economy. I think the worst reaction possible of your listening to this webinar would be to say, well, there's nothing we can do and go back to, well, doing nothing. There is in fact everything we can do. And the more we organize our communities and take back our power, the more there is hope for this planet. I told you that preparedness has been a hobby of mine my entire adult life, partly because of the culture I was born into. But another hobby of mine my entire adult life is reading the stories of people who have lived through their economy and their governments being destroyed. I have been fascinated by asking the questions, how did they survive? What did they do? And relevant for you and me today, what can we learn from these lessons of history to prepare ourselves moving forward? We have a fascinating twist in the modern Marxist takedown in that we are post-information age where an advancement called blockchain technology has just changed everything forever. And in every case of the over 70 countries that have fallen into communism, always right after becoming very culturally divided and economically decimated, if you hear me on just one thing today, let it be this, in every single case, every single 
country, there was and is a parallel economy or an alternative economy that people leverage to survive. While the principles of Marx and Lenin and Stalin were clearly in play in 2020, I believe this economic assault of the free market system and fiat currencies and your economic independence are actually just a modern twist on those old principles. Klaus Schwab's words for it are the fourth industrial revolution that we're in. And he talks about stakeholder capitalism, which is his nice way of saying that they're keeping the parts of capitalism that serve them, the elites, and they appear to be the stakeholders they're talking about as well. You and I do not seem to be considered stakeholders. We seem to be in the minds of the Davos crowd, just the property that must be managed. So they are using psychological operations and color revolutions and political divisions to keep people from uniting against tyranny in a form of globalist control by the elites of the world. You might call it the public-private partnerships. Klaus Schwab loves to talk about to be where every industry has been consolidating to be just a few companies at the top, a few public companies, mostly held by the same few elites. It's all kind of a shell game where BlackRock owns most of America. And who knows who knows exactly who the biggest shareholders of BlackRock are because they are all layered up with corporations designed to shield you from ever knowing who the people are behind them. So this is a shift that's been accelerating since you first heard the word COVID. Away from how we knew America when we were young, which is thousands of small businesses across America in each of these industries. Basically a handful of people, probably around 40 people, own a controlling interest in the stock of BlackRock. And BlackRock controls literally half the GDP of the United States. And the companies they control are slated to survive the Great Reset. They now openly talk about that they're planning for when they've sufficiently divided and weakened us. I'm focusing on the United States here, but in fact, this entire entire problem is global. So it applies to your country too, if you're listening from another country. And some countries are even closer to bankruptcy than the United States is. Notably, the entire EU and Japan as well. We can watch Europe for what will happen there first, as most economists watching the situation say that it's entirely imminent that they will begin defaulting on their obligations, including being unable to pay retirees their pensions. There is an alternative economy in China, in North Korea, in all the most oppressed and controlled countries in the world, where the government puts the citizens in a slavery system that involves some kind of universal basic income. They don't always call it that exactly. So I might also refer to it as the dole as well, sort of generically. Half of America currently, right now, is subsidized by the dole already. And some live on the dole entirely, including my own parents. My dad is retired military, and he's been collecting a government pension for over 30 years since he retired when he was 10 years younger than I am right now, whereas people my age wonder if we'll ever be able to retire, which makes what we're talking about here that much more important. So let me reiterate, pretty much nobody can even meet basic needs on a government dole in a socialist or communist economy. Um They do things like they'll have two or three families move into one house, or they downgrade from a home into a fifth wheel, or from a fifth wheel into a car on the side of the road. This kind of dynamic makes learning about how to participate in the alternative economy so important, because I know that those are are, uh, alternatives that you would personally like to avoid. But this is what I talk about a lot that is very different from the hundreds of YouTuber crypto traders out there who most of those guys that you can go watch on YouTube, they're actually mostly just giving you, quote, hot tips. Okay, and note my tone there, following hot tips 
is a great way to lose your life savings. I believe that learning about the world of DeFi and crypto is absolutely critical before attempting to invest in it. It's just not something you can dabble in and and just generally adapting to understand this new economy as it evolves. And then for me, it's also a moral issue. There's an opportunity here to position yourself for, for freedom from centralized control before many more choices are taken away from you. For me, getting involved in DeFi and crypto is a moral obligation to help humanity position itself to free ourselves from tyranny. Blockchain technology is happening, like it or not. Many governments are working on a CBDC or a blockchain cryptocurrency that you'll be forced onto, but there will be other cryptos. Some of them are so valuable at this point and way too big to kill that we can sit here and wait and be forced into a central bank digital currency where they tell you that you cannot spend it more than five miles from your house and you have to spend it within a month of it landing in your account, which you know the intent of that would be to keep you from amassing any savings or actual wealth and any uh, number of other ways that they would have to completely control your economic future. So the moral issue for me is that if we lay down for this, if we give up without even trying, then we are acquiescing to this global problem instead of being part of the solution. I mean, think about what decentralized finance means for the 2 billion people on this planet who are unbanked. This might be a shock to some of you, because I'm probably mostly talking to people in the first world here, but almost a quarter of the world has no bank account and no ID card. But just about everyone has a cell phone. They might have to get on a bus for three hours to go to the closest big city every month to pay their cell phone bill with cash. But with just a cell phone, these 2 billion unbanked people can begin building wealth for themselves and their family, which may have been impossible their whole lives and their parents' and their grandparents' lives. And now with decentralized finance, they can build a nest egg with nothing more than a cell phone. No bank, no mutual funds, no employer matching, no financial planner involved. So what's really strange and ironic is that billions of us living in the first world are blissfully unaware of how much peril our on-demand economy is in. And so many billions of us are doing nothing to prepare or to pivot because our entire lived experience to this point has been that we could buy anything we want at any one of 20 stores within five miles of our house, or we can use these handy little electronic gadgets. And with a few clicks of a button, it arrives on our porch the next day. Most of us have come to take this lifestyle for granted and cannot imagine that it could ever change. Even though Russia and China are colluding right now to terminate exports to the United States, which have underpinned this lifestyle of ours for decades. India is now not going to be exporting grain and other food that they grow now. And we in the United States have been a net importer for decades. Most of what we buy is made in China. And as I record this, 28 million Chinese have been locked down for two months in Shanghai. And some of Beijing's 21 million are also locked down as I'm recording this. And what the official reason given was, it's because one man broke the COVID rules. Do you see the message they're sending to the people already in total digital slavery? They already in China can't leave their house unless their digital passport shows green. On the flip side of this irony that most of the first world cannot see the danger we're in because they take for granted their lifestyle and they're doing nothing to prepare. On the other hand, many of the 2 billion unbanked people in the world are making the pivot. And maybe they're able to save the equivalent of $5 a month in Bitcoin, but that could end up being absolutely life-changing for them. And so in all these countries where most people lost their freedom a long time ago, 
most resort to participating in what I refer to as the alt economy or alternative economy, especially those who aspire to something better than a desperate life living in the dirt eating bugs. Lucky, lucky for you, this is the good news here is that an alt economy has been forming. Your wealth is in great jeopardy if you've invested all of your excess life force. And that's how I refer to your savings or your investments. If you've, ex- if you've invested it exclusively in government instruments such as IRAs and 401ks and in the corrupt and overvalued US stock market and bond markets. In fact, even real estate is a tricky investment right now because my $700 a month HOA fee here in Florida can easily double and triple in the coming few years as the dollar loses value fast. And the government has and can and will increase your property taxes. If you think they won't seize real estate holdings from us, consider that they've done so in fascist and socialist and communist regimes for decades. But let's keep it close to home. The U.S. government has foreclosed on little old ladies who cannot pay the taxes on their property for many decades now. You've probably noticed that while many small businesses are failing, government doesn't seem to be reducing their own salaries or laying off their own workers who are fed and housed thanks to your property taxes and your income taxes and your payroll taxes and your sales taxes ad nauseum, you get the idea. So these are the concepts that you want to understand before you even consider investing a single dollar into the world of crypto or DeFi. If we've learned one thing the last couple of years that make you even willing to watch this webinar, it's probably that what's really going on is not exactly what the governments and the media outlets of the world are selling, right? The people who keep looking to the media as their way of educating themselves are going to get left behind as the world changes radically and the version of events you are served is, at best, a half-truth wrapped in fiction. You are being served a version of events designed to keep you misinformed, apathetic, and passive. What captivates people about the media, besides that credible-looking, well-dressed people deliver it to you, is that there's usually a kernel of truth in the stories in the media wrapped in confusion, narratives that shift like sand, outright lies, and cover stories to distract you from what's really going on. So the world of finance was not my platform for my first 15 years as an influencer. Um, If you've been following me for a long time, you know me as my whole jam is teaching people how to opt out of the pharma uh, approach to health and get well and detoxify and eat whole foods. But If you're surprised to see the past year that I lead a mastermind of people wanting to learn about the brave new world of DeFi and crypto, where free market innovators want to free you from the tyranny of oppressive bankster cartels and governments, you may not know that I taught basic macroeconomics at the university level many years ago. And teaching the basics of how the economy works, mixed in with the basics of American history, and I also taught the basics of civics which is how government works in the United States. All of that has been absolutely invaluable in my making sense of what's happening in our world in 2022. We just watched Jerome Powell and Janet Yellen tell us last year that we had two or three or maybe 5% inflation, and they said it was transitory. And now, just months later, it's 8.5%, and they're admitting that it's not transitory, which is temporary. And you know what else is this CPI that they talk about? It's really a misleading indicator because it's really low relative to actual inflation. It's a really artificial measure of inflation. And telling us that our inflation is at 8.5% is really disingenuous, like so much else in the media. 
it's likely more double or triple that when you consider other markers in the economy, like the price of food and gas and insurance and electricity. And you must consider the impact of dumping 40% more money into the economy during the last two years, which roughly equates to your money, your savings being worth about 40% less or your buying power being 40% less in the last two years or so with the same cash. So they're literally lying to us about inflation to maintain control and some semblance of order. And since it's very easily documented, they inflated the money supply in 2020 alone by 24%. They want you to be as clueless about it as possible until it's too late, until your options are essentially reduced to zero. I had a hard time believing this myself in early 2020, but it's clear to me now that they want us as sleepy as possible by all means possible until the ultimate rug pull when they unveil a new economy in which you are stripped of what you now consider to be essential civil rights and basic freedoms. You will likely be freed from your debts, but with that freedom from debt will come draconian obligations wherein you own nothing and you must do whatever Big Brother tells you to do, including get whatever injections they tell you to get at any time for any reason. That would have sounded crazy to you two years ago, and now it doesn't sound as crazy, does it? So I have the opposite goal. I want you to be as awake about it as possible so that you can reposition yourself before it's too late. Because when disaster arrives, the time to prepare is coming on. If you learn about DeFi and crypto early, then you get in on it in the safest spaces possible within the crypto world now before it becomes far more expensive. I just think it's beyond important to learn about it before investing. Most people jump into some coin because their neighbor or their brother-in-law likes some crypto project and you listen to him and you think, well, he knows more about it than I do, so he must know a lot about it. And so I'll just do what he did. Big mistake. Big. To quote Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman, it's highly likely that your neighbor or your brother-in-law actually doesn't know much more than you do. And I think the vast majority of the 18,000 crypto projects out there are not good investments. And most of them will go to zero in the coming years. I could spend this short time with you talking about gardening and prepping. And those are certainly topics I've dived into and they are waiting for you inside the mastermind. I did a webinar in there a few weeks ago on all the ways you need to prepare so that you can tackle it just one step at a time. So it's not overwhelming. But our crypto mastermind has also included topics like this Wednesday, I talked about how I invest in gold and silver which I think are an important part of a preparedness strategy too. But a lot of people make mistakes in that arena as well. And all of our Wednesday night lives are recorded and available for you inside the mastermind membership. So if you can't show up, you can always listen to it the next day. But what I really want to talk to you about today is the fact that the average fiat currency lasts on average about 100 years and the dollar is well over 200 years old and it is clearly in the process of crashing. The longer version of this webinar I did a year ago spent more time convincing you of that. But honestly, now in 2022, I don't think you need to be convinced of that anymore. Ours is not the first culture in the world that because credit is extended, credit is taken advantage of to excess. The people of the world have financed a lifestyle far beyond what they could have provided for themselves if debt weren't an option. But more importantly here, because you may have lived your life conservatively and may not be deep in consumer debt, Governments have also lived lavishly and well beyond their means. Always kicking the can down the road so that our children or grandchildren ultimately pay the price or the bank, the government goes bankrupt. Well, we have kicked the can to the end of the road and pretty much everyone paying attention agrees. The pensions are in serious jeopardy 
And the European Union is just a little ahead of the U.S. in its hurtling towards insolvency when it defaults on its loans. We didn't actually have a recession in 2008 and recover from it. We actually just kicked the can down the road with bailouts and quantitative easing and government intervention. And now, 14 years later, we actually have to deal with it. And the good news is, I believe that you can be among the winners in the economic shift going on, but not by just investing in some random coin that somebody told you about at a cocktail party, but rather by you and I and some friends taking some time together to learn the fundamentals of blockchain technology and decentralized finance and cryptocurrency. And if you don't know what those words mean, don't worry, it's okay. I didn't either three years ago, and now I feel really comfortable with them. So whether you like it or not, those concepts are radically changing the entire world, possibly as much or more than the internet did. And I believe it's clear that while your banksters want to control you and your money, I believe there's a race on. You could call it a war. You could call it a race. Either one would be accurate. Who will win is anybody's guess. But I believe in the human spirit and in ingenuity. And I believe in you and me. I believe in community. I believe there are billions of us for every one of them. I believe that we've pulled humanity back from the brink of disaster before. I believe we win this in the end. But the bad guys want to use blockchain technology, which is a transparent ledger technology that can automate so much of what humans have always had to do by hand to enslave you and your children. But the free market system is also working overtime right now to provide you an alternate economy where you can operate outside their system to meet your needs and maintain your wealth. So you are not alone. And many people who've saved and invested their money for decades too are on your side and they're awakening to our plight. And I really can't overstate the importance of this. So I'll say it again, you are not alone. You need some basic training. You need a new basic vocabulary. You need to start practicing and trying on your training wheels in this new crypto world. And you may want to immerse yourself in a community of beginners like you and some savvy coaches who know how to speak English rather than technical jargon to help you get started. If you're in the red pill process, besides knowing that you aren't alone, I also want you to know that while you go through the stages of grief, I've been through them, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Once you've gone through all that, you have really much less fear and much more empowerment on the other side. I think a lot of people just push those feelings away because they're uncomfortable. And so consequently, they they don't come out on the other side empowered. I feel a lot less fear and I feel a lot more empowered to take care of myself and my family heading into dark times in this macroeconomic landscape because I've been doing the work. I've gone through the stages of grief for sure, leaned into them instead of avoiding them, but also just learned these concepts. So whether your wealth is $200 or $2 million, it's a good time to start learning how to protect yourself and your family and your stored energy of your life. That's what your savings are, right? That's what your investments are. They're your stored life force in the changing economy. My obsession since 2020 has been studying through all means possible what's really going on in the economy and what are good pivots to get out of the rapidly failing dollar and into something that will hold its value. If you talk to anyone who has significant net worth these days and is awake to what's going on, it's the people with money who are paying the closest attention because they have a lot to lose. You'll hear the phrase, there's nowhere to hide. And it definitely does feel like that. 
Deflation is tough for most Americans to understand because we've basically had 100 uninterrupted years of economic growth, which just ended in Q1 of 2022. We talk about we talk about this recession in 2008, but really, like I said, government just kicked the can down the road. All those economic bubbles are all still there ready to burst. Plus, now deflation is making your dollars worth less and less every month. And stagflation seems to be setting in where less demand for products is going to be part of the equation. People start hoarding hoarding what cash they do have. The good news is if your money was in real estate, your property value has kept up with inflation and the stock market did too until it didn't recently. But if your real estate has increased by 20 to 50% a year in value the last couple of years, that actually might mean a net gain of zero when you apply inflationary and deflationary forces to whatever your house might sell for now. Your gains in real estate are still better than if your dollars were sitting in a bank account because if you were holding dollars in the bank, there were somewhere between 30 and 40% less now than they were in March of 2020. That's, by the way, that's a totally rough approximation. There are a lot of things that affect that number, such as how beachfront properties have soared the most while you know homes in the Midwest or LA or New York City have risen in value much less. I'm going to give you some hope, though, in this webinar today that I've really been repositioning myself, and I absolutely believe that you can too. <clears throat> even if you're a boomer and even if you're technology avoidant, I am too. Even if everything I've said at this point makes you think, oh no, I don't, I don't think I know what she does about macroeconomics or how the government works. I'm not sure I even understand inflation and deflation and stagflation. If you're having those thoughts, listen, relax. We've got you. We've got a way for you to get involved if you decide you want to stop the bloodletting in your own portfolio of investments or your savings. Just try to listen without any anxiety or panic. Just take a few deep breaths. I'm not going to tell you lies about how the economy should turn around in six months. And I'm not going to tell you the stock market is a great investment because it's not. And I'm not going to tell you that your 401k is backed by the government. So you don't need to worry because I don't actually trust the government. But I will tell you that what I've done has me breathing a lot easier and feeling a lot more prepared for what lies ahead. We aren't going to get into any training on exchanges on this webinar because I'm just exposing you to these very basic concepts. But if you join our community, we do have a video training on this topic on all of the different platforms that you see here and why and how we use them. We will teach you what a warm wallet is and what a cold wallet is and how to use them and for what purposes. I'm not going to cover these topics in detail, but rather just point you to the training in the mastermind where we detail them. But you have nine short videos, like 20 minutes at the longest to learn about, for instance, protecting your privacy. Okay. That's like thing number one. And then you move on to learning about the exchanges and where you can buy and sell different cryptocurrency projects, coins, investments, NFTs, stable coins, all that good stuff. And you'll also have a video module on wallets. Okay. Warm wallets online and cold wallets offline. Shortly after I launched the Crypto Mastermind, I was canceled by PayPal and Square and Venmo. A number of my colleagues have been given 48 hours to come get their money out of central banks. The globalist central banks canceled Russia, the entire country. Trudeau ordered the banks in Canada to cancel the truckers. And even people who donated to, to the truckers in the Freedom Convoy had their bank accounts frozen. 
or at least so the media said. All of us I know who've been canceled by some central banks, we have two things in common. Number one, we are critical of the vaccine agenda or pharma controlling our lives. And two, we are pivoting out of being slaves to the central banks and we are buying some select cryptocurrencies. Again, it's a field of landmines. There's 18,000 different currency projects. That number has doubled in the last year since we started our mastermind. It was 9,000 last year. So I think it's a handful of them that are going to change the world and potentially save the world from complete slavery even. Like I said, one of them has even given 2 billion unbanked people the possibility of growing wealth for the first time in their lives or maybe even in their whole family's history. So at a minimum, I think you should learn about it. The change process is really useful to look at here. I love this graphic. In any huge change in your life, you feel like you're just falling through space and the ground isn't under you. Think about divorce. Think about a move across the country where you don't know anybody. Think of the loss of a job or even a career. Think of a major health challenge, but you do eventually find the bottom. And out of the chaos from there, we can birth something new and better. I really believe that. You've probably been here in this webinar today because the in the back of your mind, you've been thinking, I really got to learn about this crypto thing. You're not alone. Adoption of cryptocurrency is the fastest technology adoption in history with 10% of America now invested in the crypto market and with adoption of DeFi and crypto outpacing the speed with which we all embraced the internet 20 years ago. So yeah, people are adopting crypto faster than they adopted the internet. Some people get really mad at me for talking about cryptos. They think it means that I support a slavery system. And unless you actually listen to what I'm saying, you might think that I somehow support the nations of the world who are all preparing to roll out CBDCs or central bank digital currencies. I don't support that at all. But to say that blockchain is evil and therefore anyone participating in any blockchain technology is evil is exactly like saying that the internet is evil because some people on the internet sell fentanyl or porn. I'm a huge fan of not being dependent on the internet, nor the power grid. And there are certainly ways to decrease your dependence, which like I say, we cover in the mastermind. But there are ways to become far more protected from the banksters and pharma frauds, and also to be positioned to truly own your store of value. Far more than you could ever do investing in the stock market or the bond market or any derivative market or even real estate. I own my real estate outright. I don't even have mortgages. I paid them off. But thanks to annual taxes, which could double in the next year or two, and HOA fees if you own a condo, and insurance, all the insurance went up on all of us in my beachside community, 40 to 60% in the last six months. I own my crypto far more than I own my real estate despite having no mortgages. Think about that. So I'm a fan of owning gold and silver too but not so much for it increasing your wealth, though it may eventually do that somewhat, but rather to be able to transact in the transitional economy as the financial institutions begin crashing. Because like Bitcoin, gold and silver are sound money, which is you can't just print more of it. But to truly control your wealth and take more control over your future, you must learn about crypto and decentralized finance. Just because I've repositioned myself in crypto to a large extent does not mean I suggest you put all of your store of value there. And it does not mean, I'll say it one more time, that I think all of the free market system cryptos, the decentralized cryptos are all a good idea to invest in. In fact, I'm never going to tell you what to invest your money in and neither will the crypto coaches who, by the way, work for you 
in the mastermind. I'm not a financial advisor and I'm not here to give you financial advice. I am an educator. I have been educating my entire adult life in various capacities. So what I've done is set up a mastermind, a a protected safe space where there are no dumb questions and where you can learn about cryptos, not just from the YouTubers who are generally just pushing whatever crypto project monetizes for them. We don't push or sell any project, but you learn from coaches who have nothing to gain besides maybe that the more we align in a decentralized economy, the stronger we all are. But they really just want to educate you and share with you their strategies. Most of our crypto coaches now make a full-time living trading in cryptos. I don't. I do not want to spend my time trading. I'm still working my my full-time job far more than 40 hours a week. And so inside our mastermind, I share my strategy that is far more about sound money and a safe store of value than trading, or you might call it speculating or even gambling. In our mastermind, we talk about both strategies. Mine, which is about preserving wealth, and our crypto coaches who also invest in some of their assets like I do in the safe cryptos to hold for the long term. But they also spend a significant amount of time studying the different crypto projects to evaluate them on a technical level for, for how solid they are. And they are all also traders. I'm just as interested in helping you learn which crypto projects are unsafe and highly risky as I am helping you learn which ones I think are very strong and will disrupt entire industries and become extremely valuable. So make sure you hear me on this. Dabbling in cryptos is downright dangerous. Most people I know who are getting involved in cryptocurrencies do so with very little knowledge about the space. Most of the 10% of America who now owns some crypto don't actually know anything much about cryptocurrency and decentralized finance or other related topics like NFTs or non-fungible tokens or stable coins either. In fact, a couple of months ago, I wrote a blog post about the evidence that a very popular crypto project called Terra Luna was actually just a venture capitalist pump and dump scheme. And I predicted that it would go to zero and it just did. Poof, tens of billions of dollars of hardworking people's money is now gone. So the beauty of crypto is best summarized like this. Number one, it's a way anyone in the world can amass wealth and transfer wealth or pay for goods and services. Number two, it's a way to inflation-proof your savings and investments, not tied to the dollar. Number three, it's a way to position yourself to participate in the alternative economy. Banks are adding crypto buying and selling services every day, it seems like a new bank. Uh, brings on the ability for you to participate in crypto. They want they want to make the money on your participation in crypto. They don't want you to do it on your own. The crypto markets are volatile, but they're also impervious to deflation and they're impervious to the volatility of fiat currencies. Kind of a cool quote. It's not new. It's like a year old, but Edward Snowden said, today I learned the dollar has lost 99.93% of its value since 2013 relative to Bitcoin. That is a stunning thought, isn't it? Big institutions are investing in Bitcoin and other cryptos all the time. We think large-scale adoption is going to take another nine months to 24 months, but now is the lowest risk, highest opportunity time for retail investors to access the market. Billionaires are investing in crypto every single day, and it's getting easier and easier. MoneyGram uh, has now made Bitcoin available to purchase through 12,000 MoneyGram locations. Crypto is like a coil being compressed and ready to spring. 
And we here are ready to help you take off, flatten the learning curve, and be one of the big winners. In 2008, huge financial corporations got bailouts and the little guy got screwed. With crypto, the little guy can win big, especially the early adopters. You're still an early, early adopter. If you ask 10 people on the street, do you own Bitcoin? Only one out of the 10 will say yes. And probably eight out of 10 will literally say, what's Bitcoin? According to a recent study. The world of crypto is extremely fast paced and always changing and evolving. Your friends who don't understand crypto are going to tell you that they, the global elites, control the internet and they can just turn the internet off. The fact is their entire system depends on the internet. And when they turn it off, they lose massive revenue by the day. Also, we talk in the mastermind about what the safest ways are to protect your assets. We teach you the ways to store your crypto online and offline. We talk about when and how is best to do both. We talk about what platforms we use and why. We talk about what your goals are and how to get there. Remember, whatever FUD, which is a common acronym, FUD meaning fear, uncertainty, and doubt, uh, where we identify the strategies of the globalists and the wealthiest people in the world, uh, and the media to scare you away from seeking your own financial sovereignty, there will always be an underground economy. When a tiny little gold coin smaller than a dime is worth $500, I would love to know how that's going to help you go buy a loaf of bread. A Satoshi Bitcoin, however, is infinitely divisible. Virtually everything people say to me on social media, what they've heard about crypto is either false or it's partly false and lacking context. Three different coaches took on people's common objections to cryptocurrency. A few months back, you're welcome to go listen to it. And it was clear that most of those asking the questions or who have different resistances to crypto have just been captured to an extent by the FUD in the marketplace or the fear, uncertainty, and doubt that the media spreads all over the place. We want to be your one-stop shop to get real, valuable, unbiased information. More about keeping you and your investments safe than about training you to be full-time traders, speculating and taking big risks, trying to roll the dice on becoming an overnight millionaire. And you can do that. That's not our main goal. The ways that certain cryptos are growing and becoming more functional and more robust is really impressive. And our SEC chairman, Gary Gensler, who actually really likes cryptos, I actually think he and, and Federal Reserve Chairman Jer Jerome Powell are actually decent people who care about humanity. Gary Gensler has said openly that he doesn't have the time or the staff to even get their arms around crypto whatsoever. Biden tried to hire, by the way, 2,000 new IRS agents in 2021. And because that agency is so underwater, they needed more people. Only 200 people even applied nationwide. Just to give you a sense, of how even if they wanted to, these government agencies are going to have a really hard time shutting down a beast that's too big to kill at this point. So many of us own cryptos and the ability to use them and purchase goods and services is just getting stronger by the day. It's our best defense against the global tyranny. But if you remember just one thing I say today, remember, let it be this, cryptocurrencies are the way to get in on the upside of inflation and deflation. Let me say that again. Cryptocurrencies are the way to get in on the upside of inflation and deflation. In other words, these are going to be the currencies of the future. If you think about how you're supposed to diversify your portfolio, if you're, you're familiar with that concept in investing, not going in too big on any one thing because there's risk in almost all investments, 
Doesn't it seem crazy that we think there should just be one currency, the dollar? Right now, the dollar is strong against most other currencies except the ruble. But with Russia separating at the point of a gun, really, from the dollar and the petrodollar, I think that's more a statement about how weak other currencies are than a statement about how strong the dollar is. The ruble has massively strengthened against the dollar as Russia responds to U.S. sanctions by separating from the petrodollar. The biggest thing I want you to understand, besides that most cryptos will fail, just like most of the dot-com bubble failed, is that you cannot afford to dabble and buy a coin or two and then continue to disregard how the entire world of finance is being disrupted. You're going to have to roll up your sleeves and get your hands dirty. Or in other words, really learn about this brave new world. I think it's a positive that there are a number of cryptos you'll be able to choose from in the future. Some cryptos that we want to teach you about have specific, disruptive, important utilities. They're called use cases that will change the world in so many ways. Some of them are clearly backed by the globalists who so successfully took the whole world down in the last couple of years into their agenda. We should pay attention to which cryptos they're getting behind and which are backed by a decentralized system where no one person or organization can destroy it or control it, which makes them so much stronger against corruption. They will be regulated by the U.S. government. And our coaches and I agree that some regulation is a good thing. Otherwise, it's just the wild, wild west and there's all kinds of fraud. It's not really our regulatory agencies or even our government that are the enemy or even the problem. It's the interventionism by the global elites who control money. It really requires a sea change in the way that you view money and wealth. You may say, this is too foreign to me. I can't handle this disruptive technology, this blockchain technology. There's too much about it I don't understand, so I'm just going to stick my head in the sand. I see almost all the boomers saying that. I was totally astonished when a CFO who lives in our condo complex said that to me recently. He said, I don't understand it. So I'm not going to give it any of my attention. Remember, this is a chief financial officer saying this in a climate in which companies are getting Bitcoin on their balance sheet. That ostrich approach may work if you've got only a couple of years left on this planet. But for the rest of us, that's just really, really unwise. Here in Florida, most of our friends are over 60. And even freedom fighters like Ron Paul and Glenn Beck and my own dad and Donald Trump, bless their hearts, they don't understand it. And even though I'm out here waving the flag saying, hey, we all need to learn more about this. I promise I'm never going to say I told you so. If you're hearing this in a year from now, you neglected this call to assess your own financial plan relative to the circumstances we find ourselves in. And maybe at that time, you'll see that Bitcoin is double or triple or quadruple what it is today. I mean, that's been the case every year, but two of the 13 years of Bitcoin's history. And by the way, one of those two years is now. 2022. So it's a good time to get in and learn. Learn before you invest. Please, if you just write down one thing, have it be that. Learn for 100 hours before you invest. And then I promise I'll never tell you I told you so, but I do want to say this very boldly to you. Plain truth is you take the ostrich approach, this is all going to happen to you instead of it benefiting you. Instead of you getting in on the upside of inflation, which is what I'm doing, I'm trying to help others learn about. El Salvador, the country, voted in a supermajority last year for Bitcoin to be adopted as a means of exchange because their currency was the US dollar and they know that that dollar is going down. So jump in now. You save $30 a month if you buy three months up front. That also, if you do that, freezes your ongoing membership rate at that price that's $30 lower. So when you get inside the membership, start by watching the nine training videos. Also read the transcripts of the videos because if you watch and you also read, 
you retain that much better because you've learned it in two different ways. And also go through the nine training videos and then definitely join us on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern time where I and one of the crypto coaches are your hosts and we talk about some important subjects as you take your journey into the exciting world of decentralized finance and cryptocurrency. And we also explore preparedness. We explore investing in gold and silver and much more. I'll see you inside the TAF Insiders Mastermind. 